Here in the United States, today is Memorial Day. I'd like to take a minute to honor those who have died defending our freedom and let you know how glad I am that a certain lieutenant colonel, retired, is not one of them. He's my husband, Bear. Thank you to all the soldiers of every race, religion, and sex who have kept us safe and died in the effort. I explained the origins of this day in slow at down CKD 2015, May 25th, so won't re-explain it here. You can go to the blog and just scroll down to that month and year in the drop-down menu on the right side of the page under archives. I was surprised to read about the origins myself. Now, let's look at not dying. Diabetes is the number one cause of chronic kidney disease. While this is not news to those of us with CKD or diabetes, I do have some information that is new to me. But let's start at the beginning. Do you remember the definition of diabetes? No? No problem. According to the CDC, diabetes is a chronic, long-lasting, health condition that affects how your body turns food into energy. Most of the food you eat is broken down into sugar, also called glucose, and released into your bloodstream. When your blood sugar goes up, it signals your pancreas to release insulin. Insulin acts like a key to let the blood sugar into your body's cells for use as energy. If you have diabetes, your body either doesn't make enough insulin or can't use the insulin it makes as well as it should. When there isn't enough insulin or cells stop responding to insulin, too much blood sugar stays in your bloodstream. Over time, that can cause serious health problems, such as heart disease, vision loss, and kidney disease. The American Diabetes Association tells us that appropriate levels of blood glucose for diabetics is an A1C, a blood test showing the average of your blood glucose over the previous three months, of over 7 is diabetic. Another way of testing is a finger prick of 70 to 130 before meals or above 180 after meals. It's this method of testing I want to write about today. Okay, so what is this finger prick? You actually make a hole in your finger to obtain a drop of blood. This hemoglobin is then tested via a blood test strip and a monitor. Here, Very Well Health will show you how it's done. Turn on the glucometer. This is usually done by inserting a test strip. The glucometer screen will tell you when it's time to put blood on the strip. Use the lancing device to pierce the side of your finger, next to the fingernail, or another recommended location. This hurts less than lancing the pads of your fingers. Squeeze your finger until it has produced a sufficient size, sick, drop. Place the drop of blood on the strip. Blot your finger with the alcohol prep pad to stop the bleeding. Wait a few moments for the glucometer to generate a reading. The glucometer is the device. The test strip is what you apply your blood to. The lancet or lancing device is what pierces your skin. You can usually regulate the level of the needle on the lancet to find one that is less painful. One thing I'd like you to remember is that this method tests hemoglobin. I wasn't a fan of pricking my fingers several times a day, especially after years of doing just that. I've previously explained that after losing two-thirds of my pancreas to cancer, I was referred to the endocrinologist, specialist who deals with hormones of the body. Insulin is a hormone, who suggested I might do better with insulin than I was doing with the oral medication. She also asked permission to prescribe a continuous monitoring device, CGM. Wait. What was this? WebMD explains. CGM measures the amount of glucose in the fluid inside your body. Different devices collect the information in different manners using tiny sensors. In some cases, the sensor is placed under the skin of your belly in a quick and painless fashion or, it can be adhered to the back of your arm. A transmitter on the sensor then sends the information to a wireless pager-like monitor that you can clip on your belt. Now, remember the glucometer tests your hemoglobin for blood glucose? 
The fluid mentioned in discussing the CGM is not your hemoglobin, but your blood serum. That was news to me and, for some reason, I found it fascinating. Now I understand how that little, teeny needle applied to my skin, I wear the CGM on the back of my arm, can read my blood glucose. It is also a tremendous relief to feel that prick once every two weeks, instead of several times a day. Well, sometimes I do have to use the glucometer and prick my finger to make certain the CGM is calibrated. The monitor displays your sugar levels at 1, 5, 10, or 15 minute intervals. If your sugar drops to a dangerously low level or a high preset level, the monitor will sound an alarm. A few weeks ago, I promised to let you know when Cancer Dancer was published. Not only was it published last week, but Amazon deemed it the number one new release in chemotherapy. It garnered its first review that same week and it was a five-star review. Should you decide to read it, I ask you also post a review. The same as I ask if you read one of the Slow It Down CKD series books. All the books I write are available in both digital and print formats. Let me ask you a question, do you think I should also publish my books in hardcover? Enjoy your Memorial Day and remember what it celebrates. Until next week. Keep living your life.